welcome to the uh, early podcast of um, avoiding the issue with me, Joe Tarpey, Bob Craddock, hello, and Danger T Outrider, <laughs> aka Paul Butland. Um, should we talk about Bernard Matthews because he's died? Both of them. Beautiful, he's died. Yeah, he's beautiful. Why? Well, it's not though, is it? It's beautiful. It's not beautiful. Because you can't, you can't just change the English language. <laughs> it's not like I didn't say it was beautiful he died. I said it was beautiful that he died. Right. Like he's the one because it's a non-word. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Basically, yeah. he's tried to bastardize the language by putting in that beautiful. So he deserves. And what you're his at, entire estate what deserves. Harm what harm has that done? So what you're saying? He, he's hurt a lot of turkeys with that catchphrase. Is what I'm saying. Turkey. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, but no turkey ever heard him go beautiful and then suddenly get an immediate shock reaction of pain. Oh, well, as if, as if, like turkeys. Although maybe they're not sentient beings, they know who he is. They're not damn well. They are sentient them. beings. We've been through this. I've discussed this with you off air. Yeah, they are sentient beings. They know what they they know about shit. Well, if, if they know about shit, then they know that if that fucker's walking around the farm. Have you ever seen a turkey? Like have you ever food? actually seen a turkey? Have you? you I don't think I've seen a live. No, I have seen a live turkey. Are a real aggressive, life. scary, massive motherfuckers, and they look like they've got fucking poorly testicles on their face. <laughs> all right, they do. But they, they are scary. Fucking They're certainly not bootable. Like, I went, went to a, a petting farm with children. Okay. And, um... This isn't like the chimpanzee frogs. <laughs> no, 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 no. <coughs> there was a turkey behind a low fence, say waist height to the average man, this fence. And on this fence was a little... Idyllic. You want you dream of getting sucked uh, off by a fence? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, fences do it for me. Anyway, there was a there was um, a sign on this fence that said "Do not feed the turkey." It can be a little a little aggressive. And there was a bench in front of this fence. And me and Jess sat down on this bench, and um, wait, this on, fucking turkey was the turkey behind the fence, or was the turkey? In front the of turkey the fence? was behind the fence. Right, right so I you thought, got nothing to be afraid of. Enough, that's what I thought. Right, okay. This fucking turkey just. It's a flightless bird, I understand. Is that right? Well, that, I believe that is right. It's turkey a flightless is a flightless bird. bird. This turkey leapt, I swear to God, over the fence and onto the bench. How tall was the fence? The tall was about waist height to the average man, I believe I described it. And what's the average man? What's the average man? I think 5'11". I thought it was about 5 and 3 quarter No, it's shorter than that. It was that a cock joke? <laughs> it was a cock joke. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to do the stand-up with me on Sunday. Please. Uh, Waist height's the average man. The average man is what, five foot. Five ten. foot eleven. No, it's shorter than that. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff Stelling says that he's average. Oh no, that's average height. That's of all people, I guess. Average height's about five six or five seven. Fuck the average off. man. The Fuck average off. man is probably higher than that. Jesus. I think they're the average... And maybe he's taking kids. So you're <laughs> telling me that a turkey leapt? It leapt over the fence and onto the bench. And there was... You know, me and Jess have been together a while, so we sit apart. <laughs> uh, they just... It, re- it just got in Jess's face and started screaming. Like a primordial... <laughs> that was, that was like, a that's how a turkey screams? Yeah. How do you know it was screaming? How, how do you know it was actually screaming? 
Oh, no, you're right there. For all I know, it could have been reciting the fucking works <laughs> of Shakespeare and boarding yeah. in, in Turkey language. Yeah, and as you said, you, you've Turkish. said the recency of the In Turkish, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was gold. That was pure gold. Um, yeah, so you know idea that we're screaming. There's no malintent there. There was. It was being aggressive. I'm not an expert in the body language. Maybe it was trying to mate with her. Maybe it was. <laughs> What are you saying about my girlfriend? <laughs> she's had kids, man, alright. Just things happen. Yeah, but... But she doesn't look like a turkey. <laughs> Please, like... God. I, I find her beautiful. Beautiful. What if... <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to this, right? Yeah, go on. You think Bernard Manning deserved to die because he <laughs> bastardised the English tongue? Yeah. That's... Un- no, I don't. No, no, hang on a minute. That's I mean, not what I think said. Every kid, every, every kid around about the age of sixteen who says "in it" after every sentence, they should all die as well. In fact, there should be a word Wait. police. There should be a language police that goes around. Like, I don't believe at any point, and we will look back on this. I don't believe I said anybody deserved to die for bastardizing. That's pretty much what you said. I think we got it on tape. I think it's there. It's down on tape. Yeah, we go back to the eighties. Yeah, we're doing this on a reel-to-reel. All right, fair <laughs> It's just inside the phone. <laughs> I don't think that's what I said. I think... I can't remember what I said, to be quite frank, but I think as I, I went off on it and said, you can't bastardise the English language full stop, you know, and I think... If you do, you deserve to die. No, no, I said that he was a turkey, he was a turkey murderer and he was the proponent of death. You he didn't was, mention any of that earlier. Yeah, no, you just... I, I'm sure this is what I intended to say. <laughs> like... He caused a lot of turkey deaths. Sorry, are you screaming by... right now? <laughs> yeah, very good. He, ba- he, he caused a lot of turkey deaths by bastardising the English he language. Was a turkey farmer. No, but... It, no, no, many he didn't farmers. kill them with the word beautiful. Oh, he did kill them with the word beautiful. <laughs> I, I contest this. Because there are many turkey farmers across this world, none as famous as Bernard... Manning. Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. Manning Thews. He's the most famous turkey farmer. Yeah. And why is he so famous? Well, his catchphrase beautiful. Yeah, you know, that was his marking. You've got to respect him as being one of the world's greatest entrepreneurs. Before we started recording this, right, you you two were discussing how did he become such a massive turkey farmer? And um, he fucking started with nothing. He bought twenty turkey eggs and an incubator for something like two P, right? And he built it up from there. And like, is this? Did you make that up? Or is that true? No, that's actually true. I can I can read it verbatim from the Guardian, but that would be actually plagiarism. And the, I believe the Guardian do their own blog, don't they? So, uh, <laughs> podcast. Anyway, the, he, he's one of the great entrepreneurs. He's like fucking. He's up. He's up there. He's up like, there with Branson. Yeah, he yeah. is. <laughs> no, really, he is. He is. But and this is my Coleman. point. This is entirely my point. Like, there are many turkey farmers in this world. There are many turkey farmers. No doubt, and we all agree on that, surely. There's a lot of people who... Loads. Farm turkey? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. What's the occupation? Is it just turkey farmer? Yeah. Okay. Is there nothing else? Is there nothing more... Alright, so it is turkey farmer. He is the most famous turkey farmer, but why? Well, Because he was a great entrepreneur. Yeah, he did. Successful marketing. And the most successful marketing he had was his form of advertisement and that came from that singular bastardisation of the English language. Which it's just growth, brutal. isn't it? It's what every company seeks to do. Every company seeks to grow. Well, that and word he started is, at... is synonymous with death as much as the catchphrase, I am loving it, 
it's synonymous with the the the, uh, the rape of the third world. The, no, I think it's synonymous with tasty burgers and fries. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You know what I mean. But I remember having. We are open to sponsorship, Ronald. <laughs> I remember having turkey burgers in the in the eighties. Yeah. But I don't. I remember them being. Oh well, you should have these. Do you remember the dinosaur-shaped turkey-turkey-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-nothing-
It is borderline. He's borderline Down syndrome. Now I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with people with Down syndrome. I love them. They're fucking salt of the earth guys. Yeah, right. But it's not entertaining to watch them on television. And <laughs> but he's close. But I admire his and enthusiasm. No, he's too his, enthusiastic. I admire his enthusiasm. He his food for, he, his, for his work, and I admire the fact that he's used his personality to try and help everyone and make everyone's diets healthier. It even. If it does, yeah, by suggest 20, going 20, down he there won't be any fat children anymore stuff. because of his work. You've got to admire his goal. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know that's part of his cloaking of his paedophilia. No. no, it is right. You see, what's he do? He takes homeless kids from the streets of London and puts them behind a fucking steamy window in some kind of kitchen in inverted commas. I don't think so. Right, and he wants thin children. Why does he want thin children? Because that's his dad. <laughs> 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 no, I, no. So are you suggesting that Hang Jamie on. Oliver is a paedophile? Is that what you're suggesting? Definitely. Okay. Ipso facto, <laughs> he's a paedophile. Allegedly. 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 I, I think he might be. Just. I, I'm pretty sure he's not. You want his I'm wife sure. and kids dead. I'm sure enough. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not... I'm, I'm sure not, they want to be dead. I'm not commissioning <laughs> an attack on them, you know what I mean? I don't want somebody to actually... <laughs> so you don't actually want them dead, then? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, that's no, fine. I'm, I'm talking well, about the difference not. between, in my utopian society, people like that wouldn't exist because you wouldn't be able to call you who, children. Who, who else? Who else wants a utopian society? Uh, um, there's been a few of them. Yeah. Never come to fruition, though, have they? No, they've not. And, that, and that's why I'm kind of fairly safe <laughs> saying this. I think. Right, right. But, like... None of them have ended well, though, have they? <laughs> no, not really. Not really. <laughs> But if you we have to see yourself in, in the year 2019 in some kind of bunker in under the same, siege. In the same way that, like Gordon Ramsay, like I don't want my kids, you know what I mean, to grow up with having a couple of pigs that they fall in love with, you know, down the bottom of the garden, and then have to butcher them later on, you know, for for television or for entertainment. Do you not think that's better than just thinking that meat just gets? Plucked off the super, supermarket. Oh, no, no, no I, I think that there should be an education. Do you not think that you should? Is it not better to educate your kids like, right, this is, we are eating the pigs that have been eating, no, have been living at the bottom of the garden rather than there. I mean, you, we're you, eating something that we've just, you, you we just, we like get to think that Gordon Ramsay's uh, private school educated children are not stupid enough to believe that, um, like, chips grow on trees. And you know, pork chops, you know, grow, come out of bushes. But the, the suggestion <laughs> is suggesting you, that. you need you need like so, these things to happen, and and that's that whole world is like you know whether it's a fernly wibble robble <laughs> glomstad or whatever it's called. It's this whole like facade of like we're closer to the earth than you I, are. I just think got that more you, money. as a vegetarian, would appreciate the fact that Gordon Ramsay's teaching his children that meat just isn't, you know, you can't just eat meat without any sense of conscience, without, without just, just knowing where it's, it it's going to come. Yeah, we can just get some more, you know, throw that meat away, we can just go out to Tesco's and buy some more. Whereas he's actually showing, look, this is how, this, this is real life. It's this, this animal has, has lived with us and now we're eating it. Yeah, which is great, but he, his industry is 
Death. Death. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh, we're back onto Bernard Manning. You know what I mean? Bernard Matthews. Bernard okay. <laughs> <laughs> Manning's industry was too <laughs> black, guys. I'm an Asian fella walking to a bar. Yeah. We're not going to turn your sandwich. Go with it. Yeah, that, that, that for me, you know, I don't think it justifies it. I don't think you can go, well, you know, I drive a hybrid car. But I'm also the director of, you know, uh, fucking BP. BP. You know, it, it, it's that kind of ideology that, like, oh, it's okay because, you know, I've made my kids understand where they came from. It's like, oh, well, that's all right then, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah I understand the pain they go through. Now it'll taste better because I can, I can taste the tears, <laughs> you know, in my fucking pork loins. You know, it, it, it's nonsense. I, I, I quite often world. have tears on my body. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'd like to go. I'd like to delve into that. Not into you. <laughs> <Not> into <laughs> your I can make them your tears if you want. Yeah, well, I'm sure you could. But you're a very strong man, I'm, and you're very demanding. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm needy. I'm needy. needy. Let's not. Let's not sugar the pill. Yeah. I'm needy. needy. I, need, I need. I need things. Anyway, I'm better. I'm better because they've got better. They seem to have a better way of life than me. They have things like calf kids and kettles, you know, and they and they make cups of tea on the fucking stove, on the range, on the arga, and that upsets me. That pisses and me off. You just want to hold their little hands on the arga, don't you? Yeah, you do. Why? You just want to push their faces. Jealousy. Jealousy. No, well, it's just like people can't live like that. They sound like why, why can't people live like because, that? Because because the, the simply because we live in any we live in cities. Do you know what I mean? We can't all have fucking argus. That some people have got to live in the country. Some people do. Who would fuck the pigs? <laughs> fuck the pigs! Sorry, that's what you said. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Bob, would you like to defend the countryside? I, you know that I grew up half-half. Well, I was a tourist um, in the countryside on my uncle's farm. And so I have witnessed it first-hand like you. Pig fucking. Well, he, he tried to pull the drapes, but... <laughs> So you were asleep. Yeah. You know. uh, uh, ba boom. <laughs> Fucking hell. Ba boom. <laughs> Go on. I've nothing, nothing to say, really. Nothing to say about the country way of life. Yeah, I'm saying, he's saying we all live in cities so people can't have argus and calf kids and kettles, right? What's wrong? It's surely, if you could. How can you say you can't have an argot because people live in cities? It's, I used to live in a house with an, a range cooker. We used to cook our food in a solid... We started Christmas dinner in September, right, <laughs> one year, because that argot was so fucking shit, but we had it, and we had it in, the, and we had it in a city. It's surely... I'm, I'm not a... I'm, I'm a climate change sceptic, right? Surely it's better to use fuel that has grown on the surface of the earth rather than rather than cooking our fucking oven chips right surely it's good to promote that rather than using all these natural resources to fuel our house our way of life you know that are being buried buried under fucking layers and layers of granite you know where they're safe it's pretentious and irresponsible because the the reality that of the situation is most people cannot or, or do not have the means to do that, you know. So the, the, if you live in the inner city, if you live in a council house, you, you're not going to say to the council, 
yeah, well, you know, because I've been watching Hugh Foley Burnley fucking what's his cunt, you know, and now want an agar installed in my fucking council house. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. You know, if you live in a terraced house in fucking inner city Manchester or Leeds, you're not going to fucking, you know, install an agar, you know, <clears throat> the most of the time. There are economic, you know, possibilities. You know, people have to deal with what they, what they have. You know, people's experience of going to Asda is because that's, that is the lowest common denominator, that is the cheapest that they can afford. So all this kind of farmer's market bollocks, although it is an idyllic way of life, it's just not attainable for most people. So there needs so to be... So it shouldn't a, exist? No, there needs to be a better... Because that, that whole nonsense only serves the people that can really, really afford it, which is why it frustrates me. Which is why me. it's there for, for yeah. them. Why, why, take, why take it away from them? Just because other people can't. I mean, surely you could... I mean, I take take extreme, it away. You shouldn't be allowed to sit in this house with the heating on because there are people in the world who either don't have a house or can't afford to heat it. Yes. So therefore, let's turn on... Let's all live outside because it's, it's wrong of us to have a house. And I'm sure... If I did a, a program about how much I was like, oh, no, look at us sitting in this warm house. Oh, 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 Bob, can you feel the warmth? It's really, oh, Bob, no, no, seriously, though, no. aren't we toasty? Should we just take our tops off because it's that warm? Honestly, it's snowing outside, it's really fucking warm in there. Wow. I mean, wow. You know, I could fucking sell that to fucking Channel 4. Probably. And people would have the right to be pissed off at me and go, pretentious bastard. You know what I mean? Or, what a knob. You know, this guy's clearly privileged and he's harping on about things that we possibly couldn't ever have. That is the way I feel about Jamie Oliver's children. <laughs> and his wife and him but not him oh, uh, no him as well him as well right. is he trying to do something positive well you know maybe kids aren't eating as many fucking you know Cornish pasties and cheese and chips at school but god damn it I fucking loved my Cornish pasties and cheese and chips when I was at school Jacket potato, Joyce's Love Cafe. It's what you want, isn't it? Biologically speaking, I, I know that the reason that we crave the bad food, the high, the, the calorific... What, what's that? That was orange telling me that... Your bill is due for payment. <laughs> no, they closed down my online account. Turn your heater off. been onto it. Really? Yeah. Um, right, the history of man developed, right, as hunter-gatherers, yeah? Agreed. Do we agree with evolution? Yeah. Or were we placed here? From the planet Garth? Yeah. Right, yeah? Well, yeah. So we were right. hunter-gatherers, blah, 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 and obviously we sought out the most nutritious, sugary, fatty foods because we never, as a species, didn't know where our next meal was coming from, so we got the most energy-efficient foods, and that is apparently why we don't crave salad when we do crave cheesy chips. So, fuck Jamie Oliver for trying to fucking find out. How important the cheesy chips did you have that time in Manchester? No, that wasn't... I had a portion... Chips in I had only one portion of cheesy chips. Was it chips in that? You had no, chips. no. I can remember his... <laughs> I can remember his order verbatim. He had... He had a portion of cheesy chips. He had a cheese pizza. And he had a doner kebab with chips... and uh, With chips instead of doner meat. That's what you had. Yeah, I mean, it was fucking amazing. And that was the end of the night. And at the early and before we'd been out to the gig, right? 
you had a barberito, which would fill any fucking obese man for a week. Yes. Yes. How the fuck? Isn't the barberito amazing? It is. Do you frequent the Leeds one? Uh, I, I, every now and then, but it should, if they were willing to sponsor us or something like that, then I would frequent it all the time. I, yeah, <laughs> I <do. laughs> you've got vouchers for this. I'd get the roast peppers and the mushrooms every time. Definitely, definitely. It wouldn't be a choice. Well, that's that sealed it for me. For the, yeah, Barbarito. I think we should. Do you think we should go get one now? Probably should. I think they're open for us. Right, <laughs> mushroom, mushroom kebab. Not even hungry. So, but anyway, back to this. You're ruining this. You're character. ruining my endeavour to make comedic podcasts by ranting. <laughs> I don't even know how we got to where we got to here. What I thought we were talking about, Jamie Oliver. No, we're talking about Bernard. Oh, Bernard is it Bernard Matthews? Matthews? Yeah, anyway, what was your point about Bernard Matthews? Well, no, I wanted it to open up discussion, not rants. That was the point. What? I, I don't do discussion. I only do rants. <laughs> I, I think he's a, he's a merchant of death. And but he's, he's dying. Death, it's probably, so it's not really that. Well, this is the thing, you know, it's like... Ticket, I'm, I'm saying the man should be respected for being one of the greatest entrepreneurs of the 20th century. And I, when you interjected, I was saying that... Every company has to grow, right? And he started off with like two pounds, 20 turkey eggs and a fucking incubator, right? That was it. And from there, he got to being able, he got to, he obviously won't have had an advertising budget at that point, and then he grew to having an advertising budget. And then Jamie Oliver came and fucked his fucking entrepreneurial endeavours up the ass. So do you think he, on his deathbed, he was like that, fuck you, Jamie Oliver? Like why would he I mean, care then? He's because his legacy, isn't it? Like he's, he's he wants his name to live on, and he wants to, you know he'd probably want to see his his children and his grandchildren right, and he wants them to have a strong empire, you know to and to, to be really fat to to you know so to that Jamie Oliver doesn't want to fuck them. So <laughs> <laughs> so he's you know that Turkey Twizzler, you know campaign has really really fucked that up for his his estate, as it were. Although there are a lot of turkeys on it, but I mean, Jamie Oliver's his nemesis effectively. That'd make a good cartoon. <laughs> yeah, really. A good comic. A good comic. <laughs> Matthew versus <laughs> Oliver. Yeah. I want to see it fight. You know what I mean? Who well, would, obviously will now he's dead. Who'd be the goodie? Who'd be the goodie? Oh, that's really difficult. Uh, Bernard Matthews. Matthews would be the goodie. Yeah. Oliver would be the one trying to ruin his. Yeah. Well, no. Bernard Matthews was just. From a from a cleaner time, when maybe Bernard Matthews being a merchant of death wasn't such a crime, right? Bernard Matthews built an empire, right? And empires rise and empires fall, as we all know, right? And and Jamie Oliver is the one that beheld the downfall of the Bernard Matthews name and brand. So who's going to take this fucker down? Who's going to take Jamie Oliver down? Well, I don't know. Jamie Oliver's just come out of nowhere because Not he throws right. food around and spits on it. He does, doesn't it? And, and he bastes everything with a rosemary bush. That's <laughs> what I don't like about him. I, I'm gonna buy his books. Are you, are you gonna base it? Oh, what you got to do? We gotta get. Right, this that that raises an interesting point to me. Poop, to me, food is fuel, right? It's it's good if it tastes nice, but it serves a purpose. It's fuel. It just gets you through the day. You're hungry. You have something to eat. I, I live for food. Do you, is it, I, genu I genuinely love it. I'll, I'll lie in bed at night thinking about what I've got to eat the next day. 
Jamie, I love food. Are you fussy about it? Do you spend time in the kitchen? And I like. I enjoy cooking. Yeah, I enjoy cooking. That's it's insane. I find that insane. I find that really insane. I find restaurant culture mental. I enjoy cooking. I love going out to eat. But how can? Maybe I've just got a really fucking primitive palate, right? But what is the difference? I would say that one of my favourite meals. It's just pasta with a tomato sauce with cheese melted on top, plops of cheese melted on top, the good fatty stuff, right? That's nice. It tastes nice, it fills you up, it does the job. I can't, I couldn't get into a meal any further than the enjoyment that I get out of that because I'd find, my, I'd, yeah, I feel like I'd be betraying myself on a class level and an ideological level, <clears throat> but I just think I'm being incredibly pretentious if I thought full few. Food was more than fuel. I think I'm not. I don't. I'm asking I'm Bob. Value. Shut up. We've had enough. <laughs> I don't think I'm getting value. Thanks for letting us use your house. <laughs> I don't think I'm getting value unless I'm full. That's my only point. True. True that. You should be aware that it takes up to five minutes for your stomach to tell your brain that it's full. Therefore, in that five minutes, you especially <laughs> seem to be able to that's wolf an, down. That's an urban bag of shit. Well, maybe it is, but maybe you should think about it when he's wolfing down his massive plates, massive, like, two kilo bowls of noodles. Yeah. Well, maybe you should, because you're vain and you give a fuck what you look like, and I'm a fat cunt, and it doesn't bother me what I look like. And yeah, I eat till I'm full. But that's an urban myth. Oh, it takes five minutes for all the red bottles. How do you know? How do you know? Because how is it proven? How do you prove that? Well, that's oh, I tell you what, eat that. Scientists do it. Eat that and you'll feel full in five minutes, I guarantee you. Scientists yeah, do it. Yeah, I feel full now. No, you don't. You feel full when you're full. Yeah. So you're... Right, hang on. When I ejaculate... <laughs> <laughs> I feel full. <laughs> no, no, no. When you feel full and you ejaculate, really. I just go back to your pint and a half coming through. No, we're not going there today. We'll oh, go there later on. I'm more comfortable about it. When I come, my cock tells my brain I'm having a fucking good time. And it's pretty much instantaneous. How come the wiring between my belly and my brain has, has got a five minute delay? How come we're on... Like fiber optic broadband from the dick, and <laughs> um, 56, 56k dialogue between the gut and the brain. So maybe it goes back to your um, genetics idea that we didn't. We wanted to eat more than we felt we should do, in you know when we didn't know when our next meal was. So it would deliberately, the stomach would deliberately not tell the brain. Well, I think it's away. just uh, no. It's that fucking because it might be a day until your next meal. No, it's Whereas, that. It's, it's just come from that clique of righteous broadcasters like Gillian McKeith who just want to fucking... They're just basically busybodies probing into other people's lives and telling them you how know to how McKeith um, looks at your poo? Yeah. Apparently, apparently there's absolutely no I, I, value I, to Only this morning I found her in my bowl. <laughs> 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 apparently there's no... You can, you can extract no nutritional knowledge from checking so she's just because just just she likes looking at shit oh she my. does look like i mean if you were to you know write a kind of fable about somebody who looked at somebody's poo constantly you know the illustration would look a lot like julie mckeith no matter what you did 
She's she looks like somebody who looks through somebody's poo. What I her, her attributes, yeah. are, everything about her is what, like. What I find about her is that's she's really strange. Is she she presented that for? I mean, that's her that's her fame, isn't it? It comes from obviously it led to book deals, but she obviously pitched an idea of you are what you eat to Channel Four, right? and it's an age old joke, and it's been done many times, I'm sure, but. It's quite clear that if that is the case, she has been since birth raised on a diet of nothing but shrews. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Or witches. Yeah. Yeah. Ugly Scottish witches. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Scottish women. That's what she'd be eating, clearly. Have you ever fucked a Scottish girl? Uh, do you know what? I don't think so, no. Have you ever fucked a Scottish girl? Not that I can recall. I nearly fucked a Scottish girl. Did you? Yeah. Did my keys? No, no, no. I didn't nearly fuck a woman three times my age. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I'd make a nearly 120. Yeah. I'm working on it. wouldn't, you're not 40. No, I'm not. Three times. Did I say three or four times? Three times. She looks four times my age. Anyway, this Scottish girl that I nearly fucked, she was. Well, she was typical. She was wearing a shell suit. She was incredibly fat. How did you nearly fuck her? How did I nearly fuck her? Um, well, I was on a boys' retreat and she was there. And what's a boys' retreat? Well, I've never been at a boys' retreat. Who were you retreating with? With the bad lads. I was on an Outward Bound course, police-sponsored, when I was <laughs> 15 years old. Yeah. yeah. And we were up in uh, Fort William, Outward Bound Centre. And... The place was full of blokes and this one girl had been nominated to go. So there was a lot of testosterone and it was... One bird to it was, out on. <laughs> I was going to say, there was a lot of testosterone, but you could look beyond that. At least... That's <laughs> <you said it. laughs> No comments. Right, so that wraps that one up. Thank you, good night, good luck. Bye. You want to say bye, Paul? Yeah, let us.